1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Something happened last night. <laughs> please greatest stop, please last stop night. jiggling.
2: Please I stop refuse. jiggling. Now
1: I'm going to jiggle even more. <laughs>
3: okay. I'm going to jiggle even more. This is a victory jiggle. Uh... This is a, you like that jiggle. Always. Is it like, whatever, just be glad I'm not shirtless like Shepter. Right. This is always
2: gonna be a tough one. <laughs> just be seg- glad I'm one. not shirtless like <laughs> Shepter. Yeah, but he wasn't wearing a
3: hat. He didn't have the whole costume.
1: Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry, served by Applebee's.
2: Alright, welcome to the Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry. Not jiggling yet. I'm Jay Croucher. Is day is Lawrence young Jackson.
3: At Lord, don't
2: lose. Yeah, it's ridiculous. What a ridiculous show. What a ridiculous costume. How many messages I got about that? More, many, I think, how, than the entire how many history messages? of the show to date. Really? Yeah. Well, well, I appreciate I, all your friends why watching. Is, for why us. is he jiggling,
3: for instance?
2: Wait, because uh, we won. Because it's yeah. a victory jiggle. It was a victory jiggle. Should have went
3: shirtless. Yeah. yeah. I, no. Uh, no. I You've think never that's a good seen me shirtless, Lawrence. <laughs> no, I should not. My wife, look. My wife is contractually obligated to look at it. But no one else would have to. True, true, true. true,
1: true. true. Right, yeah, it, uh, I won't argue. I won't no. argue that. Yeah.
3: No, what? I did. I did America a favor yesterday. Make <laughs> make no mistake. I did America a favor. There's a reason why yeah. I wear should baggy, untucked bag. shirts. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. We got they say Jackson's. dad bods are in, but they haven't seen mine. No, no, they're not in.
2: No. Lawrence Jackson here wearing an LA Dodgers cap to go with his uh Atlanta Braves cap the week before. Uh oh, they kind of goes I do. You gotta yeah. star me out, dog. Yeah.
4: Come on. Uh, Name yeah, three they-
3: baseball players
0: for the Dodgers. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh Mike
3: Piazza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's one of them. Yeah. I Darryl Strawberry? Sure, sure, sure. Uh I like that your references is all former Mets. I <laughs> played for the Dodgers yeah. later in their career. Cru- yeah. That's weird, eh? Yeah, you? exactly. Yeah.
4: Give me uh Yeah, you want Sean Mc, Green Mc Mc as well?
2: Machado. <laughs> McCh- Machado. Is that his name? Manny Machado. He, he, yeah. he current, huh? right? Yeah, we'll there find you out tomorrow night if he wins NL MVP. All <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll you, go. Alright, <animals> Alright, you go. Good job. There you go. Let's go straight to some Roto World headlines. Just so you know if
3: you're a baseball team and Lawrence reps you. Just don't get all excited about it.
2: Nice, Lawrence. Let's jump into Roto World headlines. Let's start off with uh, one of the mainstays on this podcast, which is Khalil Herbert, who we always love to talk about. He lands on IR. Matthew, does this make David Montgomery a must-start against Lawrence's Atlanta Falcons this Sunday?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think there's, I think there's no question about it. You were probably already starting him anyway, but I have been. I'm at running back twelve and candidly, I might be too low on him, right? And so uh, you think about weeks three and four; those were weeks when David Montgomery was out, right? So I mean, these two guys have split. The running back workload for the bears so weeks three and four when montgomery was out khalil herbert saw 42 touches in those two games 71 percent of the running back carries during that stretch over 20 carries in each game and now khalil herbert is out and we expect an even heavier workload for david montgomery over the last four weeks bears averaging 25.8 almost 26 running back carries a game over the last four weeks. So for as great as Justin Fields has been, as you see it there on your screen, in terms of the amount of rushing attempts he's had over the last four games, each of the Bears, Montgomery with 53, Herbert with 45. So now there are 45 rushing attempts over the last four games. So you're talking about, you know, 12 a game or so that are up for grabs. And maybe a few of them go to Justin Fields, but the expectation here is that the majority of them go to David Montgomery. And so... Playing the Atlanta Falcons, your Atlanta Falcons, Lawrence. Literally. Can your, Falcons. can your Atlanta Falcons stop the run? I don't believe they can.
4: No, they're not going to stop the run. They're not going to stop David Montgomery. We saw what Deontay Foreman has done to them two of the past three weeks. Obviously, Austin Eckler had a good day against them as well. And like you mentioned, those touches that Khalil Herbert, when, that he got when Montgomery was out, Montgomery's going to get that. And if you're worried about Christian Ebner, right, don't. He had seven <laughs> and eight touches in weeks three and four. So they'll sprinkle him in there for for David Montgomery to get a breather. But that's about it. He's getting ready to go off, and I might have him ranked too low, too.
3: Yeah, I mean, seriously, I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm a 12, but like. Yeah, he's, that he, might be a little low. He's
2: not the most exciting name, not a man who makes you want to jiggle. David Montgomery, D. Mont, no. as I believe they call him. But, but I will say, right, right, I mean, up.
3: like you know, David Montgomery's nickname is Monty, Uncle, Uncle Monty, and it's his nickname because I've just made that up right now. You and know, like what D-Mont? I was wearing yesterday looked a little Uncle Monty-ish. <laughs> yeah, that,
2: that, that, that's a fair call. <laughs> yeah. That's the best thing you've said so far today. Fair enough. Let's talk about the best fantasy quarterback in the NFL over the past five weeks or so, Justin Fields, who is number one on your rankings, Matthew Barry, ahead of uh, just some lesser known names like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Al Ride Dies, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. It hurts me that you put Jalen Hurts in front of Lamar Jackson, but Justin Fields is number
3: one. Uh, explain that. Uh, are you seriously asking me to explain that? I, I mean, Justin Fields, okay, 39.3 fantasy points against Detroit. 42.7 against Miami, 26 fantasy points against Dallas, 23 against New England. And now he's at Atlanta. Atlanta, no team in the NFL over the last 4 weeks, no team in the NFL has given up more passing yards per game than the Atlanta Falcons. They're also a bottom 10 run defense over the last 4 games. The over under in this game is the highest on the Week 11 slate. And so I don't, the, the question isn't why do I have Justin Fields at number one? The question is why doesn't everybody else? I don't under, like, what do, more does this guy got to do? I, I, I mean, like, I get it with Mahomes, but Mahomes playing the Chargers. Chargers have seventh best pass defense over the last four weeks. Josh Allen has struggled a little bit. Like, both those guys are great. Those are my two and three. But Justin Fields, between the rushing and the, between the rushing, between the passing and the matchup, how are you benching Justin Fields this week for anybody?
4: Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm right there with you because I got him as quarterback one this week as well. Thank and, you. And, and just, and, and listen, we dumping on the Atlanta Falcons right now. They gonna get it. They gonna get it handed to them through the run game and through the passing game. Justin Fields, who remember early in the year, he wasn't throwing the ball a lot, wasn't averaging more than 20 passing attempts a game. The past three games, he's thrown at least two touchdowns in each of those. So now you get Atlanta. Hell, I even like Darnell Mooney this week as well. <laughs>
2: Wow, Darnell Mooney,
3: another
1: yeah. nice
4: old man
3: with pochamans. I, I, just, I just like. I, I'm, I'm excited to see the NBC Sports Edge Twitter handle you pull the do, do the pull quote picture of Lawrence, picture of Darnell Mooney. Like hell, I even like Darnell I Mooney. Even this like Darnell, that's Mooney. the quote. That's the quote D- from. D- that's D- the quote that the social team will pull from that segment right there. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. Like I. Like, What's the anti-Justin Fields argument? Just that he hasn't done it for a, long, for a long period of time? The one thing with
2: Fields is that right now he's just reeling off like 68-yard touchdown runs every week. I'm not sure how sustainable that is. At the same time, I agree that this week he should be number one, mainly because the charges going up against Mahomes don't have any defensive tackles. So I feel like the, uh, the Chiefs might run the ball more than usual. So I would probably take Mahomes over Fields rest of season. Though that's close as well. Yeah. Well, but uh, this week... No. Justin Fields, number one. I
3: mean, that's that's exactly right. The Chargers are 31st against the run over the last four weeks. I mean, like, yeah, again, and, yeah, and Pacheco, they're starting to get Pacheco more involved. So, yeah, I mean, look, you're not going to go wrong starting Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. But I, I I, just, you know, I mean, Justin Fields, again, no Khalil Herbert. So, again, while I agree with you, the 68-yard rushing attempts aren't sustainable, although with him they may They be. might be. They, I mean, <laughs> they might be. I, I said this earlier in the week, and I stand by it. What you are seeing with Justin Fields right now is Lamar Jackson 2019. Yep. That's what you're seeing. He is he is literally, he is that dude.
2: Yep. and no, I agree with you there, just in terms of the sheer fantasy production. All right, Lawrence, let's talk about Eno Benjamin, another one of our favorites. The Texans claim him off of waivers from the Cardinals, mysteriously cut there. Still don't know what the full background is, but... Does Damian Pierce's stock take a hit with Eno Benjamin in town now?
4: I, I wouldn't say so. I feel like they just, they may feel like they need a little bit better of a backup running back. Uh, not sure. Um, he looks like he looks like he's coming in there to uh, take the role that Rex Burkhead held. Um, I, I feel like his main value would be in the absence of Damian Pierce. I can't, you can't, I mean, think about it. Just, let's just be simple. Houston Texans Two running backs standalone value. That don't even make no sense.
3: No, like <laughs> yeah, so, that's so. a great I, point. In that point. there. Yep, no. I, I agree with Lawrence here. I think this is much more of a of a depth play. And look, they're a rebuilding team. You know, Benjamin's a young player with nice upside, right? I mean, like it's just they're just adding a piece, right? A, a relatively inexpensive piece to that running back room. Rex Burkhead's, I don't know what is he, 46, 53, I something like that. I believe he's seventy eight years old. Eight, that, that's my point. And, and so Pierce, who's averaging almost 20 carries a game since week seven, who's getting 79% of the team's rushing attempts. I I agree. Like, if I have him on my roster, I'm holding on to him because he's a high upside backup, right? If anything were to happen to Pierce, we'd be very – we think, you know, Benjamin would be a top 15-ish running back here. So if I had him on my team, I'm not necessarily dropping him. But I'm also – understand that I don't think he has any standalone value. He is is a poor man's Tony Pollard or Alexander Madison. He is – in, break glass in case of emergency if something happens to Damian Pierce he would immediately have fantasy value but I don't think there's standalone value to him like even in deeper flexings just because like he'll probably take the Burkhead role yep. right? and, and that's not a fantasy relevant role at the moment
2: to me the most right. interesting thing about this transaction is that the Chiefs put in a waiver claim for Reno Benjamin does that spell the end of Clyde Edwards or at least that's another kind of tick in that box that Edwards uh, is kind was, of I trending say, like, Dumpsville. I mean, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure, like, in terms of spelling the end of it. I mean, I think we're at (laughs) E-N-D. And 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 the kid is is on the stage saying, can you use it in a sentence? You know, uh, (laughs) like, I mean, just, yes, certainly I would think the Andy Reid and the Chiefs don't feel like they have... Gotten as much production out of their running, their, the entirety of their running back room as they would have hoped for, right? I mean, because they had Ronald Jones in camp, he's done nothing, right? You know, uh, yeah. he didn't work out. Uh, so they have McKinnon, who they like a lot, but who's had a lot of injury issues, and they've got this, you know, late round rookie and Isaiah Pacheco, who's shown flashes, but again, he's a late round rookie. Doesn't feel like they love Clyde edwards elaire Again, Eno Benjamin is a good running back who proved himself. When James Conner was out, proved he could be a starting running back in the NFL.
2: Yep. All right, speaking of those Cardinals, news is broken that Kyler Murray is expected to miss around another week or so. He's not going to be playing this week against San Francisco. So Lawrence is looking like the James Conner show again, and you just fire him up in every league.
4: Uh, Yeah, you got to do that. I mean, you got to ride him. Uh, You got Colt McCoy in there. You still got Rhonda Moore, who, by the way, his target share, 10 plus targets in the last two games. That doesn't drop off you still got uh DeAndre Hopkins obviously but you would you would love to see the uh the 24 touches again out of James Conner but i think the 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 game script will have to dictate that the rams aren't good we saw two mid-ass teams playing last week and the cardinals was the one that won the uh, game so it was you have to have a yeah yeah so i don't know if that's going to be the case with
3: the San Francisco 49ers. That's the concern, right? I mean, the, the Niners are a really good run defense. They're third best over the last four weeks here. And so, not only about game script, but how effective will he be, will he be especially without the threat of Kyler Murray, right? The, the, the volume was nice for James Conner, but really what made his fantasy day was the touchdowns. And I think there's yeah. still a chance of that. Yeah, I think you're still star- – I don't know how after last week you're not starting yeah, James Conner. Yeah, 24 um, But I will say James Conner was a nice pass catcher, and the fact that um, – uh, you know, Benjamin is not there. Maybe they lean on Connor even more. Um, and, and the other piece here is that no Zach hurts. Now, w- you know, we'll see what happens with uh, McBride, you know, but ultimately, I think Rondell Moore is due for a big game. Colt McCoy doesn't have the biggest arm in yeah, the NFL. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He, no, he does not. <laughs> uh, being kind here. So, uh, yeah, for me, um, you know, I, I think the people that you care about on Arizona, Hopkins, Connor, Rondell Moore, they'll be fine, you know, but the the uh, the guys on the edges, maybe not as much with Colt McCoy. Although, you know, it's worth noting, Colt McCoy completed 75% of his passes in this last game. Colt McCoy's better than he gets credit for.
2: He is. Let's talk about Rondell Moore specifically. Yep. Is he still going to be, what is he, 15th in your rankings this week among wide yeah, receivers? Is going to stay I, there a, with Colt McCoy? Expecting percent, that?
3: That's yeah. what we're talking about. It's just like, again, like, Look at the—it's not just the the amount of targets, but sort the kind of targets, right? It's bubble screens. It's it's behind the line yes, of scrimmage stuff. Right. It's, it's you know it's quick slants over the middle, like it's just trying like trying to get the ball in his hands. I was encouraged last week; to actually took some shots from downfield. You know, everyone was talking about the Justin Jefferson catch, and rightly so. But Rondell Moore also had a ridiculous one-handed yes, catch. Yeah. You know, like just out there like this with a guy on him on the sideline. That That's exactly that if I it thought. wasn't no, it, it and honestly like. If it wasn't for the Justin Jefferson catch, we all would have been talking. I feel bad for Rondell Moore. remember <laughs> I mean, those, like, yeah, 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 whatever. Did you see what Justin Jefferson did? Uh, like,
2: Stefan Diggs also had an insane one yes. to catch in that game, too. It was just everything overshadowed by J.J. Uh, Can't, Can't forget
4: it. And Tony fixing the glove, Dan Moss. That was also yes. on a
3: ridiculous catch. A lot right of good time, catches like. in the B- team, A lot of good man. catches. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is, again, like, I'm – Yes, Rondell Moore will make my love list this week. Oh. I, I think Colt McCoy is actually good for Rondell Moore. Yeah, I, yeah. And Hopkins just gets so much volume that it doesn't really matter. Yep. So, okay. um, I, hope so our,
2: yes. I hope our friends in Mexico like blowouts because that game could get very ugly. The Niners are eight point favorites against the Cardinals. Let's talk about. Jameis Winston, who I haven't spoken about for a while, but he looks like he's very much back in the mix to start. And when guys, when Dennis Allen is talking about, yeah, we might need to, we're considering a move a quarterback, that generally means, I'd say like James Winston's like a minus 500 favorite to be starting against the Rams. It certainly seems like it's trending well, that direction. Well, it definitely direction. sounds like Dennis Allen has actually
3: watched You know some of the Saints games. It it looks like finally, 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 he's like. (laughs) I feel like. I feel like the game started. He's like he's he's putting on Netflix or something. You know (laughs) what (laughs) I mean? Like or Peacock. Sorry. Yeah, Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and you're just like we like. Really, like, are you watching the same games we are? Because, like, you, you know, how many guys you got to see <laughs> jive into the end zone that aren't wearing your jerseys where yeah. that you think, well, hey, maybe we, ought to, maybe we ought to make a move here?
2: We'll talk about Jameis, but firstly, I think it's more relevant. What does this mean for Chris Olave
3: and Alvin Kamara? I don't think it means anything for our purposes. You're always starting Alvin Kamara. You're yeah. always starting Chris Olave. Always. So it doesn't uh, – Does is it slightly better? Is it slightly worse? Okay, fine. But I, for our purposes – In fantasy football, my expectation here is that I think it'll be slightly better. Um, It'll be slightly better for Olave. Olave likes to take – I'm sorry, Winston likes to take more deep shots there. Um, Chris Olave with Winston under center this year is averaging about a point and a half more than he is with Andy Dalton. He's got about the same amount of target share with Winston that he has with Dalton. Kamara actually is much worse with Winston than Dalton. He's averaging – just about 15 fantasy points a game with Winston and 20 points a game with Andy Dalton. But again, you're starting out that era. Yeah,
4: that's a significant difference for Kamara, but you're going to take them 15 points and be happy. You might not get the 20, but hey, look, Jameis Winston has thrown 40-plus passes in two of his three games this season, right.
3: so you got to love hey. that. And understand that it's we're talking about a three-game sample size of Winston with Kamara. He was, you know, Kamara was better with Winston last year than he was with Taysom Hill under center. I mean, like a lot of it comes down to like, oh. Are we bringing in Taysom Hill and he's he vulturing the touchdown? Or, you know, is Kamara getting into the end zone? Because there was a bit of a drought there for Kamara early on in the year and then the scoring yeah. has yeah. started yeah. to come around. You
2: want to know where the Los Angeles Rams are at right now? They're four-point underdogs to the New Orleans Saints. We don't know who's playing quarterback for the Saints coming They're off a blowout it. loss
3: to the Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. In, in fairness, in fairness to the Rams, they have a lot of picks coming up, you know. <laughs> yeah. They've got their really good salary cap. This yep. was always a me- meant to be a rebuilding year. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. That, none of that's true. Yeah. Here's fresh off
4: the Super Bowl,
3: rebuilding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's where these two teams. The Saints are don't at. have their pick either. Like the, this is a. The total. I, f- I just, I always, I'm sorry. That's petty of me. Listen, by the way, because as a as a Commanders fan, I trade all of it for <laughs> yeah, for, for another ring. You know. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, the sure. Rams, the Rams, the they Rams won. are they, play, they are playing with house money, and I'm legitimately a fan of Les Snead and Sean McVay. Um, but uh, I'm just always excited when there are teams out there in the NFL that are in worse shape than the Commanders.
2: Yeah, well, and right they, now they, are. And they the, are. The total for that game is 38 and a half. And the last time I checked, New Orleans still playing a dome. So uh, that's a very low total for a dome game. All right, right. we're going to go to break. I might
3: actually take the under.
2: I mean, like, you know, like. If was, it's, you know, it's that, that low, time. you might as well. We said yeah. the like, same thing with Titans-Broncos. Couldn't get low enough. When we come back, keep it open or close it out.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: I'm just saying, like, listen, I'm not saying it's cause and effect. I'm merely pointing out these two facts. That after he did the interview with us and you declared him Raheem the dream, Jeff Wilson Jr. shows up and takes and takes over that package. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, like facts are facts. Like yeah. all that is a true statement. Is one the cause of the other? Who knows? Jay, who's to say? Yeah. Some people are saying, not me, but some people are saying you are to blame for the decline in Raheem Mostert's fantasy value. Now,
2: listen, listen here, Matthew Barry. It's your name on the show, and Raheem the Dream Most that he's going to remember that 15 minutes oh. after he got off the fantasy football happy hour with Matthew Barry. They traded for a guy who's cutting his carries in half. All right. Raheem the Drainmoster doesn't go great for him after Ooh. that interview. Jeff Wilson taking over that backfield. But what makes yeah. me so happy is Raheem that, the Nightmare? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Raheem Moster's probably not going to remember who I am. I mean, he might remember who you are and he's going to associate that trade with oh, I just got off the fantasy football happy hour with Matthew Berry mm. and now... Uh, my my fantasy has going on the tank. I'm not getting the same work. It's <laughs> on a good team, but uh Matthew Barry yeah, kind of I mean, ruined well, my pro- season.
3: Yeah, probably. And, you know, and, you know who's gonna be really angry at him is the is that Sam, that linebacker on his team. Remember who's got Raheem yeah, during the interview. Yeah, exactly. During the interview, he he was ta- Raheem was telling him like that there's like you know, some backup linebacker on his team co- He <laughs> was coming up to him being like, Yo, Raheem, I got you on my fantasy team. I need you to do this and this and this. Yeah. And I wonder if he dropped Raheem for yeah. Jeff Wilson. Yeah. That messed teammate. up, man. Yeah, right. I, actually, you know, yeah, I actually heard
2: that Sam actually unsubscribed from the podcast after uh, after what you did to him. I hope,
3: I hope you don't unsubscribe. We need people that look. You don't subscribe. actually have to listen to the podcast. Just subscribe. Just subscribe rate, review, please. Yeah. It helps us. It keeps my bosses at NBC happy, right? You know, it, it keeps the the people that put the apple up. You know, Marlon mini, McIntosh. Ma, Marlon, mini Marlon McIntosh over there. <laughs>
2: Anyway, the second coming
3: of Marlon that's, McIntosh. That's, that's, fair, that's fair enough. If, if if your argument is that people that watch this show don't remember you, Jay, that's fine. I understand. That's fair. Gotta that's fair. Some. Ask an answer. All right. Ask and answer. That's why we bring Lawrence
2: in. Yeah. Keep it open or close it out. Let's jump into it. Now. <laughs> I'm, not having, I'm not having you explaining it again yeah, go ahead and
3: explain it
2: so, so it's yeah. basically are you keeping fun. these guys in your lineup for week 11 or are you closing it out and putting them on your bench let's start Lawrence with Alan Lazard who now is in Christian Watson's uh, receiving we're in a bar. Call. It's because we're
3: in a bar. It's like the tab. Keep the open, no, no. the He's tab open. Can, yeah. we'll keep it closed. You didn't explain it.
2: The minus six hundred caches. The, I'm just, uh, you you didn't explain, explain it. Well, explain it. Here
4: you go, right here, Alan Lazar. I'm gonna keep it open with a nice little double shot.
2: Okay. Wow. And then we gonna keep. I want to party
4: with you, cowboy. Yeah, let, let's do it. Let's do it. Now, Christian Watson. This is what we've been wanting to see from him. Yes, sir. He he blew up, right? I'm not going to take one four-catch for 45-yard game and no touchdowns from Alan Lazard. It's like, oh, he's nothing now. Remember, coming into last week, he was a top 15 wide receiver. This could actually be good for Alan Lazard. Now there's other people Aaron Rodgers has to throw the ball to. That's great. Alan Lazard has still scored a touchdown in three of his last five games. They're going against Tennessee. That's a, This is a nice – hell, I like Green Bay to win if we just go like speak on it like that. Yeah, but, uh, I'm 165. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm keep, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep this open. Um, I am shocked about that. By the way, that the Packers are three point favorites in this one. Yeah, trending towards
2: three and a half as well. Not a lot of respect for uh, the six and three yeah, Tennessee and Titans leading the FCS. Not at
3: all. Aaron Rodgers has one good game. Like you know, oh, yeah, and all of a sudden really they're back Christian in. Christian Watson had one good game for him. The fact of the matter is, is that for the last six games, Alan Lazard's had at least eight targets. Um, he's had double digit fantasy points in six of eight games so far this year. The Tennessee Titans are bottom five in pass defense since week seven. Um, We know how good they are as a run defense. So my expectation is I I agree with Lawrence here, keeping uh, the emergence of of Christian Watson. By the way, I think they're going to get Randall Cobb back this week as well. Not that we care about Randall Cobb for fantasy, but it's just another weapon that the Titans are going to have to deal with. Uh, They can help sort of move the chains and keep drives alive for the Packers. I have Lazard as wide receiver 19 this week so yeah I'm absolutely keeping it open.
2: Yep I think you mentioned the key point which is the Titans run defense and this is like last year's Bucs run yeah. defense and I always think back to that Colts Bucs game last year when Jonathan Taylor was running hot and Frank Reich just gave up on the run and he passed with Carson Wentz I think 21 times in a row without a run and we saw Mahomes against the Tennessee pass the uh, rushing defense as well they just gave up on the run it's just passing all the time and now with Watson creating a bit of space for Lazard too I think that he should be able to deliver Uh, a guy who did not deliver last week as he never does on the road Amari Cooper now plays at Buffalo in what looks like tough conditions open or closed on Amari Cooper
3: Matthew I'm going to close it out if I can now I'm at wide receiver 22 which means he's like high end wide receiver three but the fact of the matter is is in an ideal world you're not starting him here's the key here I got two words for you this is this is the key here at Buffalo He is at. In fact, that's the most key word. He's at. At. Because when he has been on the road this year, he's averaging under six fantasy points per game, under uh, 34 scrimmage yards per game, four targets a game. He was on the hate list last week because he was on the road. And you know what? I was right. He did not have a good game. And you're like, oh, come on, Barry. It's just a couple of games on the road. It's it's small sample size. It's his whole career. It's his whole career. For his career, when he was with the Raiders, when he was with the Cowboys, for his career, he averages just 11.5 fantasy points per game, under 55 yards from scrimmage, and then on the road, I'm sorry, at home, 16.4. So five points better at home, 77 yards from scrimmage, so basically uh, 23... Five fantasy points better, 23 yards from scrimmage better at home than on the road. For his career, he has always been uh, poorer on the road. Heavy snow is expected in Buffalo on Ooh. Sunday. Yeah, I am closing it out on Amari Cooper for this week, if I can. Uh, you, you put the numbers there
4: well, and I'll just bring uh, fans back to this. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles game where the Cowboys was, they were playing for the division a couple years back. Mario Cooper is a little cold. He, cold. He, he said, hey, coach, let me get out of the game. He took himself out of the game. And Stefan, you know, no, sorry. But, you know, yeah, man, we it's tough. And, and like you said, it's not just two or three games. This has been happening, so
3: I'm closing it out, going home He's night, never night. He's never been great in cold weather. Yes. He, 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 traditionally throughout his career, again, it's snow. It's going to be snowing in Buffalo. The Bills need to win this game. The Bills have dropped in the playoff standings. The Bills are like, what the hell? Yep. We're supposed to be that we're supposed to have home field advantage throughout the playoffs and now we're like you know we're we're a loss or two away from being out of the playoffs like you know I mean like Right, I mean, because, you know, Miami's they're, been... They're going
2: to show up for this game. They're nine and a half point favorites as well, to. but just with the weather. I mean, this Amari Cooper thing is just statistically one of the weirdest anomalies yeah. in the NFL. Like, normally I just dismiss this stuff as chance. Yeah, I've talked yeah. about it before, like, I, I don't think Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. I think he individually won seven different games against Sean McVay for very different reasons yep. and also lost the one that mattered most in the NFC Championship game. But this one now, there's such a sample size that I think you just, you can't explain it, but you just
3: accept that it is a thing. He was wide receiver 62 last week in much better weather but on the road and now he's going to Buffalo no thank you
2: yeah okay let's move on to Brandon Cooks against your Washington Commanders Lawrence what are we doing with Brandon Cooks after seven targets which is okay but only four receptions for 42 yards last week against the Giants look there's a chance he could bounce back here but Nico Collins is back
4: Nico Collins got 10 targets the last game and how about them commanders? Them boys is balling right now. Thank like, Huh? What are they where paid, where paid to say that? Lawrence hey, is trying to get back but, on the show.
2: You know what?
3: You know what Lawrence <laughs> is. <laughs> Lawrence is smart.
2: Yeah. Hey, I will roast the uh, commanders if need be.
3: But what did
4: AJ Brown do? <laughs> nothing. He ain't do nothing. Nah. Nah. So, I mean, and uh Brandon Cooks, he don't even like the team he on right now. He, <laughs> He's he mad he sure. didn't get Traded. Uh, he only got – Nico Collins had 10 targets. He been hurt. Brandon Cook's supposed to be the wide receiver one in that team, and he's only had two games this year with
3: 10-plus targets. Closing that out, man. Uh, especially because, by the way, Texans actually have a decent pass defense. They have a, But they are 32nd in the NFL against the run. No historically
2: team, bad against his,
3: the run. No, right, historically bad. No team in the NFL over the last four weeks have allowed more rushing yards per game. What do we think Washington's going to do? It's the same thing they did against Philadelphia. They're yes. going to run the ball. Run the ball. It's a lot of Brian Robinson, a lot of Antonio Gibson. If McKissick gets back, he'll be in the mix as well. So now you're not going to have a lot of possessions as well. J- Brandon Cooks has just two games, as you mentioned, with double digit targets, right? I mean, like, he's had fewer than 60 receiving yards in six of eight games, single-digit fantasy points in five of eight. Something weird is going on there in Houston. There's no question about it. Commanders are playing pretty good defense here. And so Brandon Cooks, who's my 40th-ranked wide receiver this week, I'm absolutely closing it out on him.
2: Yep. Chase Young back as well to help that pass defense by getting after the quarterback. You can't, uh, can't throw a
3: pass when you're in your back.
2: Yeah. Davis Mills isn't afraid of getting sacked, too. Let's talk about one of your favorites, Josh Palmer, playing Kansas City this week. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both expected back at practice. So this is kind of you have to hedge your bets a little bit. If those yep. two guys are back, though, he's starting Josh Palmer?
3: I'm not. If both those guys are back... You know, and, and there's only been one game in which both Palmer has played with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. But in that one game, 3.9 fantasy points. Um, and, and so my my expectation here is that, um, and you think about last year, he averaged just 3.2 fantasy points per game when both Williams and uh, Keenan Allen were on the field. So I don't know that that passing offense is good enough and that there's enough targets to go around uh, for Palmer to have success here if. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both active. If one of them misses, then yes, I'm still starting Josh Palmer in what should be a high-scoring game against the Chiefs. Yep. Um, by the way, that game right here on NBC and Peacock Sunday yeah. night. I'm a company good man. One. Yes, Thank you yes, very total. much. Should total be a, should be a really good one. It got flexed into the yeah. Sunday night game. I always like that. I like the flex. Yeah, my so old it was my na- main business. Well, my old gig. We were always just like we'd always like we, we never got the we run <laughs> yeah. football never got flexed. Yeah. It was always just like hey Titans Jags. Yeah. Um, Derrick Henry <laughs> might go off. Yeah. Like and you always had to like try to figure out a yeah. way to like try to sell it. Like yeah.
2: um, Maurice Jones-Drew coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: It was just always just like it was always a struggle to try to sell the game um and that's why fantasy was just like hey monday night miracle that was the whole yeah. thing you know reason to watch um, here we don't have to uh, so i like the ability of nbc <laughs> to just be able to. well oh, we'll just pick a good game yes this, this game it's that was scheduled four again. months ago yeah. that one stinks yeah. but what, well, fine we'll put uh we'll put patrick mahomes <laughs> back on sunday night football um that'll work uh anyway so i'm closing out on josh palmer under the assumption that alan and williams are both active if one of them misses Give me Josh Palmer again. He's currently wide receiver 33 for me.
4: Yeah, and I'm going to close it, too, because the three straight games with eight-plus targets is really a moot point. It doesn't even really matter if Keenan Allen and both Mike Williams play because just think about it. When you were doing your fantasy drafts this season, right, you saw Keenan Allen get drafted. You saw Mike Williams get drafted. Maybe people took a flyer way later rounds on Josh Palmer, but nobody thought about starting him ever if Keenan Allen – and Mike Williams was playing. So, like you said, if it's one of them starting one or the other, you start them. But if it's both of them, close that tab.
2: Yeah. All right, Lawrence, let's talk about Miles Sanders, who was shut down by Matthew's Washington Commanders. Now he gets another tough they matchup against the, oh, against the rejuvenated Indianapolis Colts. You start. Are you keeping it open on Miles Sanders? This guy, I'm gonna keep it open for Miles Sanders.
4: The team's too good. The offense is too good. The running game is too good. It just wasn't against the Commanders, who get Chase Young back. Um, But in the three games prior to that uh, domination that the Commanders put on the Eagles, Miles Sanders had at least 70 yards rushing in all of those games, and he scored in all of those games. So I'm gonna keep that open, and this time I'm gonna sip.
3: (laughs) Fair enough. I. I'm keeping, him o- I'm keeping it open, too, as well. But, I mean, I have been running back 22. So, I am as a high-end flex this week. I, he hasn't been involved in the passing game recently. Zero receptions the last three games. Like, zero receptions as well. Um, so, he really needs a touchdown here to pay off. You know, and I think he's got a chance. But the Colts play pretty good run defense. The, you know, they're 1-0 under Jeff Sunday. You know, and so <laughs> um, I'm going to make that a thing, Jeff Sunday. I'm going to make yeah, that I happen. Think it's a thing. Yeah, you've made it. I'm going. Yeah, to, so I'm going. To, I'm going to keep making it a thing. Pushing the agenda. Uh, on. Um, last four weeks, they're a top seven run defense. The Colts are, and, and so um, right, and they're getting healthier as well. So I'm keeping it open, but I'm lowering expectations I, and just you know. Um, but I think I agree with Lawrence ultimately that that offensive line is too good. Philadelphia was embarrassed on Monday Night Football by losing to my. <laughs> Command. <laughs> yes. Yes. Had a bad yes. Day. We heard bad about day. that. Bad yeah. day. I, I, but. Uh, there is there is slight concern here. I would just say you know, yep. again because of the lack of the passing game usage.
2: I'm uh, I'm going to call my shot right now. The Colts win that game outright as six and a half point dogs. They beat the Eagles I positive for Jonathan Taylor mad. going against that run defense. That is fair. That rejuvenated the rejuvenated Indianapolis Colts playing hard. Yep. the Eagles yeah. team was really banged up as well. No Dallas got it. What's going on with the receivers? I like the Colts. Tra- and by the way, games in Indy,
3: they're traveling yep. on a short week. Yep. Eagles are exactly. so six yeah. and a half is too many points. I like, I, I like, right. I like, I like them to cover. Absolutely, the yeah, Colts yeah. to cover. I agree with you, Jonathan Taylor. I think you know I have Jonathan Taylor very, very high.
2: Yes. All right, let's talk, talk about, about Kareem Hunt, who is trending in Last the week. wrong. Direction Matthew playing Buffalo six rushing attempts against the Dolphins in a game that admittedly got out of hand pretty quickly, but he keeping it open on Kareem Hunt.
3: He needs volume because I mean, again, like we don't expect them to score a ton of points, right? And so, and we know that generally speaking, when they get close, it's going to go to Nick Chubb. So, just what are your expectations that Kareem Hunt gets a ton of work in this one? In games in which he's had fewer than 15 touches, and 15 touches is a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot, especially on a team that has Nick Chubb. So, in games in which he's gotten fewer than 15 touches, he's averaging 7.1 fantasy points per game. Bad weather in a game script that is not going to be favorable, I think, to him. You know, I, yeah, I'm closing it out on Kareem Hunt. He's running back 32 for me this week. So, because of that weather, right, you
4: could, like you said, you kind of expect like a, a, a running type of game, a la like Bills versus Patriots or so Mac Jones threw it three times. Um, the thing about this is you mentioned the six carries last game he's averaged six-and-a-half carries the last four games. Yeah. Like, that's not going to get it. So, I'm like, because of the weather and what type of game they it could be. They were willing to
3: trade him at the deadline. They couldn't find yeah, a deal. Too. But, like, yeah. it's not like they were like, we love this guy.
2: Yeah, it's going south for that team in general as well. That was a huge loss for their playoff hopes. And the total in that game in Buffalo, but Buffalo, pretty good offense, by the way, is 42-and-a-half. Right. So and the line is eight. So, the market is saying the expected final score is, like, 25-17. 17 points for Cleveland. That's not enough. So now you're saying they
3: scored two touchdowns.
2: Yeah.
3: No, right. (laughs) So then you're like, what are the odds that Cream Hunt gets one of those two touchdowns? One for
2: Chubb and one for one of the receivers. Right. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah. Yeah. DPJ. Yeah. The the, the guy you want in Cleveland now. Or maybe Njoku.
3: I could see Njoku getting one. Njoku back. Right.
2: All right. We're going to go to break. When we come back, What's on Tap? Starring my man, my ride or die, Lamar. Jackson, yes, sir. The best running quarterback in the NFL yes, outside. Yes, We're Fields. in a bar,
3: and that the yeah. tap.
2: Yes, the tap. It pulls the yeah. You get the beer the out beer. of here. It. Yeah.
1: It How really hard is this? Beer.
0: BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and.
1: Races, you did it you stumped this charming devil
0: what's the greatest criticism i guess because you don't really hear it but that you've heard about your game
1: i don't heard
4: all type of crazy stuff like i don't really know what's the craziest thing though. yeah i don't, I don't know probably when i was coming into the league like oh trying off running back receiver stuff like that yeah. i'm like Nobody told me this. Like, I never got this, but yeah. literally my favorite quote from you—pretty good for a running back. Oh yeah, yeah. 2019. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, I didn't. I didn't even think it was gonna go like viral, like as a quote, but it did.
2: That was the 2019 unanimous MVP Lamar Jackson with Maria Taylor, and you can catch the great. full Football Night in America interview between Lamar and Maria That's on the NFL can... on NBC YouTube channel.
3: Yeah, on the NFL and check out the NFL on NBC YouTube channel. I feel like there's a lot you could learn personally from Lamar Jackson. You? What do you mean? I'm just saying. Like, Talk I would me. just. Here's what I would say. Okay, like, I just. i going to help you out. Here, give me one second. Just turn off the camera for a second. Don't. don't <laughs> this is just between me and me and Jay. We'll cut this out later. Okay. But just like what you should do is. When you get that look of disappointment from other people around here, right? And I've seen it. I've seen it a lot. We've all seen it. Here's joking. what you just do. Here's the, no, you you know it. You know it when you see like after it you've done a after you've done a hit or you've done the show no. and like just in meetings oh, and that kind of stuff, and people just have that time. kind of that disappointed look. You just say, hey, pretty good for an Australian. <laughs> pretty good for an Australian. What I'm just saying. You just, you, pretty you, good you, for a Right? Exactly. Yeah. You just the, the parallels just, between me and Lamar. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, exactly. just learn from Lamar. Can we talk about pretty good for an Australian? And then they're just like, oh, that's right. You know, we should grade you on a curve. Listen, I'm just, I'm trying to help. All right, you can roll. I'm just cut. We'll cut all that out. Just go ahead. Yeah, well, all right, wow. let's go. Okay, <laughs> Chris. We're Hems- back.
2: Chris Hemsworth is one of the great superheroes on Earth, as you repeatedly say. He's Australian. He's in my corner, me and Chris.
3: He's one wanna, th- he plays a superhero. Chris Hemsworth isn't really a superhero. He's a superhero. Now listen. Thor is a superhero, and Chris Hemsworth portrays him I very see them well. As by the way. largely
2: the one and the same man. Do you want to talk about what we were talking about on the pre-call about how you were saying Jalen Hurts is just as good as Lamar Jackson? Oh, you want to take Whoa. that back. That's a travesty. Whoa. That's completely indefensible. Can I have? Can Lamar have yes. AJ Brown and the Eagles' offensive line? a Little Devontae oh. Smith, who by the way would be Lamar clearly Jackson the best a, receiver.
3: Lamar Jackson has a very good offensive line, by the way, and he's had Marquise Brown. He has Mark Andrews, by the way. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. In the preseason, I cl- I declared my ride or die, Jalen Hurts, my fantasy ride or die, because it is a fantasy and football you go show. Your commanders. Uh, and. Uh, uh, he, he, look, there's all, he's a human. He's a human being. He's, like, not, you know, he's not Chris Emsworth? No, well, yeah, Washington took command. It is wow. what it is. By the way, Jalen Hurts still had a good fantasy day. Even in a game in which everything that could have he gone did. wrong for the Eagles went wrong, Jalen Hurts still got in the end zone, still threw a touchdown pass. Here's what I will tell you, though. So I said, Jalen Hurts is my fantasy, ride or die. And everyone, fantasy managers across America are like, thank you, Matthew Barry. We love you. We appreciate you. You're awesome. You're pretty good, period. But here, pretty good for an Australian, says, hey, Lamar Jackson is my fantasy, ride or die. And B. Rube's up the full screen here in terms of what's going on with Lamar Jackson. For somebody that was, you know, one of the top five picks at quarterback here, he was awesome early. You were looking great early, Jay. 20, 42, 39. And then 13, 14, 16, 10. What's going on? Like, there's a four-week stretch there he where he back. couldn't get to 17 fantasy points. How's back. that a ride or die? Got he got 21 against the Bucs, 17 against the Saints. Okay, fine. But make no mistake. Look, I, look, what you should say as I sit here and criticize your, your Lamar Jackson fantasy <laughs> ride or die call is just, hey, pretty good for an Australian. <laughs> Listen, that's the that's the response. I
2: got two words and five syllables for you. What's that? Devin Duvernay, who's my Lamar Jackson, me and Lamar. He's our number one wide receiver, and okay. we're still putting up mm. top six mm. QB value. Mm. Uh, Lamar is Jackson he? is coming in hot. Does he is get right he? against the Panthers, Lawrence? Not
4: only is he going to get right, he's right he going to get points. right to the point. See, like I was Lawrence. with you on the commanders, okay, but this right up, here, when we're talking it. about Lamar
1: Jackson,
4: not only love Jay- Lamar Jackson. Not not not, no, not only, but not, not as much
1: as I
3: love Jalen Hurts. My cousin and by the way, Lamar Jackson. I'm right. <laughs> I'm right. We Tell them got- right, America. You know I'm right.
4: Hey, look, we got plenty to play. And guess what? It starts with Lamar at home versus the Panthers. I like it. Then the Jaguars. Then sure. the Broncos, who have a good defense, but they're totally As a whole, they're playing yeah, yeah. uninspired football. Uh, then the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have a matchup with the Falcons down the line in the middle of the fantasy playoffs. Lamar Jackson is going to get back right, and he's going to be in the play for QB1 for
3: the season. He's coming back, I baby. So. Jacksons Let's, unite. I, listen, I have Lamar in a number of leagues. Lawrence and Lamar, yeah, your long-lost cousin. I know. Look, the fact of the matter is, is since, week three, the since week three, since week three, I've seen him play flag football. I've seen a video of <laughs> yeah, I've seen a video yeah, of good. Lawrence. Yeah. Little yeah. 2019 <laughs> MVP. Yeah, it's, I don't know about that, you know, but like, you like know. I don't, know. Throw. I don't throw, though. No. I never throw. He went out to the Fantasy Football Expo <laughs> yeah. and like ran circles. Now, understand, Fantasy Football Expo, it's a lot of fantasy experts. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch, yeah. a bunch of <laughs> well, fat dudes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like the bar was low for <laughs> yeah. Lawrence, but it's just how the looked
4: in 2019. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, a right, fat dudes couldn't catch it. It's true. Right. Like, just,
3: yeah. Just, anyway, uh, we what, I will say, we, what I will say he is that since week three, his best fantasy finish is QB 10. Yeah, that's fine. That's he's not, not ride-or-die territory. No that's uh, right. well, but you knew that going into the season. No, no, I knew back. going into the season my guy had A.J. Brown. Oh, yeah. I knew my guy had Dallas Goddard. Listen. I knew my guy had Devontae Smith. You knew your guy had, you know. We liked Rashad
2: Bateman in the preseason. I wanted more out of Rashad
3: Bateman. He gave me absolutely
2: nothing, but Lamar is still coming but back.
3: I think the point here, other than the fact that, you know what, again, You've got a catchphrase now, pretty good for an Australian. I think the other thing that we've learned here today is that we expect good things for Lamar Jackson, and and even though he had that long dip in the middle of the season, we have him as a top. Five, I have as a top five quarterback this week. I do think this is a big get right game against the Carolina Panthers.
2: Yep. Let's talk about a couple guys who absolutely did not win MVP in 2019, and that's Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Who are okay. coming off a bye? If that means anything to anyone. Uh, Matthew, I'll start with you. Are these guys good enough to
3: support top pass catchers like Jacoby Myers, Garrett Wilson? I prefer Jacoby Myers to Garrett Wilson this week. But, yes, I think both guys will be good enough to make them viable in fantasy. Look, Jacoby Myers comes in as wide receiver 20, right? You think about the previous team game against the Jets in Week 8. He had 21 fantasy points in that game, right? 13 targets against the Jets in that game, which tied a season high He's averaging almost seven targets a game with Mac Jones, which is more than he had with Bailey Zappi under center as well. So Jacoby Myers, who's had at least sixty receiving yards in five of the seven games that he's played uh, so far this year, he's a top twenty wide receiver for me. Garrett Wilson uh, Lawrence, I'm in on him as I'm in on him as well as yeah, a top yeah. thirty wide receiver. Yeah. So
4: like like this. The, the quarterback play here is is not the greatest. But what is great is that you know that these two are solidified options. If both of these quarterbacks throw for 175 yards, both of these guys have a good chance to have 100 of those each. And they demonstrated that in their matchup a, a couple of weeks ago. So despite the quarterback play or whatever you want to say about it, it's actually – well, I think the Jets are a solid team. I think the Patriots are pretenders. But nevertheless, I think both receivers could uh, still do solid
3: numbers. Week eight, he, week eight against these same Patriots, Garrett Wilson had 115 yards coming right. off of the bye. They've, they've had two weeks to prepare for this game and figuring out. Like, and they've spent, and I, you know I have sources on the team, they've spent two weeks figuring out different ways to get the ball to Garrett Wilson and new ways to ignore Elijah Moore. Like, they have, like, it like. they have, they have studied the tape. They're like, it's so not just, yeah. yeah, it's exactly. It's just like, we've got to find it new and creative ways to yeah. make sure Elijah Moore doesn't touch the ball. Like, you know, like, hey, we're going to have him do skits at halftime. That sort of, like, they're finding out all sorts of really interesting ways to make sure Elijah Moore does not touch the ball. They've really dug deep into the film work there. Garrett Wilson just has a massive target share with Zach Wilson under center. He's the one Jets viable pass catcher I think you can start in this one. Tyler Conklin's whatever, you know, a mid-tier tight end two that you hope gets in the end zone, and I think you're starting Michael Carter if you have him, but uh, Garrett Wilson and target share, it's wide receiver 27 for me. So far on the season, he's wide receiver 30.
2: What do you think Zach Wilson did on his bye week, Matthew? Uh,
3: I mean, I, I think
2: he, you know... <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> hey. I hear my ears hey, hey, don't no. be
4: asking about nobody's stepdaddy on the TV show. Right, I just... I think he's, you know. He I out did. there stepdaddy, and that what he doing. Yeah, I mean, I just he think, chilling. you know,
3: I think, he, I think he met a lot of moms. <laughs> well,
2: like you, he, you know, go, I, I just, see you
3: right up for it. That's the best you got. You lost
2: it. You played, know, it, I, safe. I, I you played it. it safe. You played it safe. You stuck I, with the Zach Wilson offense. You uh, didn't want to, uh, like uh, to he, say, you didn't throw say, deep. I wanted to
3: say something else. Yeah. I just, you know, um, and I just, I, you know, uh, whatever. I mean, I just, you know, like, I just. Stop saying you know. I just, I think, here's what, I, from what I understand, he was a guest speaker. You know, he's a very generous guy with his time. He likes yeah. to he likes to give back to the community and you know do like personal events. And so sure. he had um, three different mommy and me's. <laughs> he went to you know the classes <laughs> at three different mommy and me's just to you know chilling. You know, just to like you know sign some autographs, take some photos. Yeah. You know, yeah, just network, right? Everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kiss some babies.
2: Broncos yeah. offense. Uh, Lawrence does it get right against the Raiders in Week Eleven? Um. In any other situation, I say,
4: hell no. But they playing these raiders. These Raiders, man, these Raiders is so damn bad in the gutter. Like, I gotta go with them this week. I like I, I don't really have any, you know, I have anything great to say about it. Uh clearly the Denver Broncos defense is good. Um, if the if the Broncos would have scored at least 18 points in every game this season, they'd be eight and one. That's crazy to think about.
2: Yep. Week four against the Raiders, as you can see on your screen, if you're watching on the YouTube channel or on Peacock, Russell Wilson had his best fantasy game of the season by far against the Raiders. It's the only time he's topped 18 fantasy points. He topped 27. Colin Sutton and Greg Dolchich might be the only interesting things on the Broncos' side of the ball. He's starting both of those guys against the insipid Las Vegas Raiders.
3: Yeah, I, I am, actually. I mean, and Russ Wilson, by the way, is going to make the love list uh, when it comes oh, out tomorrow yeah. as well. Like, you know, I mean, like, let's not get crazy. But I'm at QB 11, which, given how poorly he's played so far this year, um, I think would surprise people. But, you know, it's a con- it's a rule in fantasy football, and it's been there since the since the beginning of time. If you can revive Matt Ryan, you can revive anyone. And that's what the uh, Raiders did last week. So I oh, think yeah. Russell Wilson has a good game here. You asked about Dulsis. I will just say that he's had at least 11 fantasy points in three of the four games he's played. We don't expect Jerry Judy to play in this game, so more targets should be available for Dulsis, who's, you know – not It's not a matchup that scares you against the Las Vegas Raiders as well. You mentioned Cortland Sutton. He comes in at wide receiver 13. Again, you think about last year, weeks two through seven. Those were the weeks that Jerry Judy did not play in 2021. Right. In those games, weeks two through seven, he was averaging over nine targets a game. He had three different games with over 23 fantasy points. You know, uh, this is somebody who should have – a big target share in a game in which we expect them to score uh, quite a bit. Denver, for as bad as they are, is actually favored in this game. And uh, the the Raiders (laughs) Raiders are a bottom-10 pass defense over the last month.
2: Yep, Denver defense is legitimate. Let's talk about my Indianapolis Colts. I'm really buying into the Colts <laughs> yeah. bandwagon. I really like them going forward. They're not Matthew. your Colts. Yeah, they're my Colts. Yeah. I'm a big Jonathan Taylor guy. I was very early on the JT bandwagon. Mm, sure. and, uh, <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm right back on it right now. Are you buying the Renaissance <laughs> under Coach of the Year Jeff Saturday? Still 150-1 at BetMGM. And as Jonathan Taylor, most importantly, is, has he cemented himself as a top five running back going forward?
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, just the volume and the fact that the offensive line is playing better. Credit to Jeff Sunday, at least, for that. I will say that, as we saw, and we talked about earlier in the show, Colts are, I'm sorry, the Eagles are traveling yep. on a short week, and you can run oh, yes. on the Eagles. In fact, while we were uh, while we're doing this show, got an alert from the Fantasy Life app, which is free, by the way, and great, highly recommended, fantasylifeapp.com. Uh, I got an alert from the Fantasy Life app that... Uh, the eagles are signing linval joseph yeah you know played with he the eagles did. right you know, i'm sorry played with the vikings yeah. and you know he's he's played for a few teams uh but th- like they're he he was basically retired and they're trying to get him out i, I think it, the, he's he played 12 seasons in the nfl and wasn't was uh you know was sitting at the coach at home and they're like hey please come yeah. try to that's help that's us right. out there um, so he's not going to be there to help out this week traveling on a short week going against um Uh, Jonathan Taylor, who had 24 touches last week, 85% of the running back carries here. We'll see if Deion Jackson is active for this one. He wasn't last week, but whatever. Over the last four weeks, the Eagles are a bottom-five run defense. We saw what the commanders were able to do to them on Monday Night Football when they took command and defeated them.
2: Yeah. Also, with that commanders game, the Commanders only had 3.1 yards per carry, but if yep. you look deeper into the numbers, yeah, their success yeah. rate in okay. terms of running the ball because a lot of those runs were like, oh, it's 3rd and 1 and we got 1 yard. Yes. That's a good run. And so that's yes. why it dragged down the yards per carry. Eagles run defense wasn't
3: good in that game despite that fact.
2: Let's so that, about- and that's
3: my expectation too is that you know, Jeff Saturday and his staff see that and they're like, okay, we're just going to we've got one of the best you know, as much as I like Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, neither of them are as good as Jonathan yeah. Taylor. He's just a little He's right. a different caliber.
2: Let's talk about the pass catches, Michael Pittman, and the rejuvenated Paris Campbell. He's starting those guys with confidence against the Eagles.
4: So we're gonna go back to starting Michael Pittman like the wide receiver, too, he was supposed to be. But I like the the value you get here in Paris Campbell. He was just he was just a waiver. Some people probably got him off waivers, and he's been balling with Matt Ryan. The two games with uh Seth The the two games of Sam Ellinger, not so much. So I I like Paris Campbell as a flex play. You could put Michael Pittman back into the uh, wide receiver two spot. Paris Campbell, 18-plus fantasy points in three of the last five games. And guess who was that quarterback? Matt
3: Ryan. There we go. I love it. The two two games that he didn't get there, or the two Sam Ellinger games, right? And and so as Matt Ryan, who's not particularly mobile, as plays break down, he's trying to throw – He's trying to look for a guy, and so Paris Campbell runs a lot of his routes close to the line of scrimmage, is the beneficiary there. It's worth noting that the Eagles are top ten in the NFL in terms of highest catch rate allowed to the slot where Paris Campbell runs Mm -hmm. most of his routes as well. Again... Think about Philadelphia and how good those corners are in Slay and Bradbury. And so the middle of field makes sense as to where you might attack Philadelphia when you're not running the ball. So Paris Campbell, wide receiver 26 for me this week. Lawrence and I are on the same page there. I think he's a viable flex.
2: Yep, not very mobile. Matt Ryan wants you to look at his 39-yard line. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. He's he's Lamar Jackson 2.0. We're going to go to break when we come back. Sunday night football, NBC Sports Predictor Contest. We'll talk Chiefs and Chargers. The NFL season is here and the NBC Sports Predictor app is giving you a shot at winning $100,000 by entering Sunday Night 7's free contest between the Chiefs and the Chargers. So if you don't have the NBC Sports Predictor app, go download it now. It is free, it costs no money. All right, Matthew, let's answer some of these predictor questions. I'm gonna start Travis Kelsey receiving yards. His bands go from 55 or less all the way through 115 plus. I don't feel good about it, but I'm going to take 55 or less. You know why? Because against the Chargers last time, he got less than 55. Derwin James might be the best matchup in the league for Travis Kelsey or close. So just getting that bigger band, more range of outcomes, I'm going to take basically the under on Travis Kelsey. What are you doing for Justin Herbert passing yards?
3: Yeah, I'm going to take the 290 passing yards to 309 option there. Think about the Week 2 game against the Chiefs. Herbert threw for 334 yards. Over 290 passing yards in four different games so far this season. Uh, so my expectation here, though, is, is that even if Williams and Ken Allen are back, maybe they're slightly—they're um, not 100%. They haven't been on the field with Herbert for a while, so I'm taking slightly under what he did previously against them. Give me the 290 to 309. They'll be—they'll be trailing and and uh, and throwing quite a bit, but Herbert. Herbert struggled, and it's a bunch of dink and dunk.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. Let's stick on Justin Herbert, who hasn't topped 300 yards for five straight games, which was basically unheard of for Justin Herbert. Is he still an elite fantasy quarterback, Lawrence? He still can be. Um, And you just mentioned not throwing for 300 yards in
4: five games. That's happening despite in those five games. Averaging 44 passes a game. That's a lot of passes not to throw. Uh, three hundred yards also is only thrown five yeah, TDs. He, he keeps dumping it off, that's the problem. Yep. Right, right. So let's see let's see what he does when he gets Keenan Allen back and Mike Williams because that's what people was telling me when I said two attack of a law was better. <laughs> so but yeah, he could still be that. Just get your weapons back. Let's see what happens.
2: Yeah. What do you think, Matthew? you're you not cutting the cord on Justin? No, Harris? you're but absolutely a yeah, You're can't, absolutely can't not. But, but he's
3: like – He's in a different tier, right? I mean, like the, the, the elite quarterback tier, and it's sort of insane, but it's it's Mahomes and it's Josh Allen and it's Jalen Hurts and it's um, Tua, you know, yeah, and it's leg- Justin legitimate. Fields. Yeah. And maybe after, if Lamar Jackson does what we think he can against the Ravens, I'm sorry, against the Panthers for the Ravens, he would be in that tier. But then there's like a second tier. like And so Justin Herbert's more in the Dak Prescott-Kyler Murray tier, I, I think, True. you know, than he is um, in that, that elite tier as well. But speaking of Patrick Mahomes Jay I want you to I want to ask you about this um, this is somebody who opened up at plus 700 to win MVP
2: he should never be plus 700 to win MVP Patrick Mahomes that's a general rule in
3: yeah I mean exactly he's now the favorite to win MVP at plus 125. On mm. BetMGM, is that still a bet you're taking? Is Should he be the favorite?
2: He should be the favorite, and I still think there's value at plus 125. And so, not to get too inside baseball into it, but here's how I break it down. there are a 50-50 chance at the one seed. I think if they get the one seed, KC, then Mahomes is like a 90% chance to win MVP. And even if they don't, I still think he's like a 25% chance, just because he's on pace for like the passing yards record and 50 touchdowns. He's going to flirt with those numbers. So... To me, if you add that up, that makes Mahomes minus 140 for MVP. So I think he should be the clear favorite. He's ahead of the field. Also, like the Chiefs at plus 450 to win the Super Bowl. Lawrence, just head-to-head right now. Who do you like more for the Super Bowl, Bills or Chiefs? Chiefs. Yeah. Definitely Chiefs. Yeah? You're out yeah. on the Bills. Yeah.
4: Pat. Well, nah. Just Patrick Mahomes is that guy. Always been that guy. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I'm still kind of leaning the Bills. I want to see what happens this week. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are playing great, but I do feel like everyone's just. So many fluky things had to happen for the Vikings to win that game. You know what I mean, Bills, including, including yeah, Justin Jefferson coming up with the catch of the century. If he doesn't, yeah. if he doesn't make that catch on fourth and eighteen, you know the game's over.
2: Yep. I think as well with the Bills, people are forgetting like they're really banged up on defense so right now, up. particularly in the secondary. Let's see when those guys come back if they're Correct. still blowing games at that point. And also, Josh Allen is throwing the ball up for grabs every week, yes, which is same. kind of a part of his game. He does have that gunslingery. <laughs> Aspect right. to his game But he's not going to be Throwing two picks Every he, week so. He didn't
3: practice all week yeah. He didn't practice all week And so as, as the arm Gets healthier as well I, Look It's right there It's the Bills Chiefs Once again But yeah I mean I'm still I'm not I'm not abandoning My Buffalo brethren Just yeah <laughs> For your brethren You they claim are, them I. I went there. I went there. Too. I went I had, there. I had, I had, had wings. I was a man of the people. You saw when we went to the bar. You know? Yeah. People love me in Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo's my place. People Those love people. me in Buffalo. Are. All go right, sorry, It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. For Lawrence Jackson at Lord Don't Lose and Jay Croucher, i Matthew Berry. We will see you back here tomorrow. Rankings are up and they're free at rotoworld.com. Peace out.